Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. Heard it, worked it, logged it. It is time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. Visit icomamerica.com amateur and make the most out of contest season. And LDG. LDG makes small, lightweight tuners ideal for portable and emergency operations. Some can operate on internal batteries for months of normal use, making them easy to carry, install, and use in the field. Visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Hey, hey now. Hey, hey. Almost sounded like a Led Zeppelin song for a minute, but, uh, nope. How you doing, man? I got back from vacation. I went to Iowa and spent some time there running for president. Yeah, it was great. Lots of corn. Did I say I was running for president? No, no. That much is not true. However, uh, many candidates were rolling into town as I was uh, leaving. Apparently, the Iowa State Fair is a thingy-thingy. They like to uh, deep-fry all that stuff. Yeah, put a bagel in there, deep fry. I'm just making this up, I don't know. Put your little dog in there, deep fry, it tastes delicious. It was a little too far from me. It was about an hour and a half north of where I was staying in uh, Iowa, out there on business. But uh, I was able to have the family out there, and it was cool. It was cool. I enjoyed Iowa. Came back home. You know, while I was out there, I had the HT. You know, I had my computer and I took the D-Star type of thing. And I told you many times before, I'm so much in love with HF. It is really hard for me to take a digital mistress. So, you know, I don't really dabble. I'll look at it a little bit. How you doing, D-Star? Yeah, you're cute. That's nice. That's a a pretty dress, D-Star. And I'm totally... Yeah, it's fine. Totally yeah, fine. But, I, you know, HF is kind of my thing. It's where I went to first. And, yeah, I, I just I just love HF. Okay? I get the digital modes. I'm cool with it. Do what you like. Do what you like. That's the whole the thing, isn't it? That's the whole thing. People get in trouble when they look at other people and they judge them on what the thing is that they want to be doing the thing with. Anyway, D-Star can be sexy. And if you catch me in the right frame of mind... I just might connect. So, anywho, let me hear. I'm gonna check this message. I'm gonna tell you why I'm checking messages so much. And uh, okay, yeah, I come home from Iowa, and uh, a couple of days pass. And on Tuesday morning, uh, my garage is robbed. Yep. And I got to tell you, man, it, you know, this sort of thing like this, you live out in the country, right? So you start to think about who in the hell, who, who, you know, and it's kind of like that, man. You come home and next thing you know, you feel you're violated. 
things are missing, tools are missing, they got my chainsaw, they got my air compressor. Your boy was staking out, staking out in the woods. Now, I'm not going to go on a crazy gun rant. I do believe you can, uh, and you should be able to protect your home and your family. Uh, the size of the weapon and all that sort of stuff is uh, in the debate, and I'm not trying to get into the politics, but uh, your boy doesn't own, you know, uh, an assault rifle. You know, sit and shoot, shoot down the trees or whatever you would do with such a thing, military type stuff. But I do believe, and I've been talking to my friends who are, um, you know, know about these sorts of things, you know, about weapons, about protecting yourself. And do, um, your boy was staking out. I was in the woods. I was in the woods. And uh, it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things, man. It's uh, very little to do with amateur radio. I wasn't. Uh, these people were probably. Uh, Service type folks, I'm guessing now these could have been service type people, people who uh, were hired in to cut the grass. You know, I mentioned some family uh, health issues that were on the line, so we had to adjust and uh, get some uh, help cutting the grass while, you know, I was away or whatever, that kind of stuff. And I think, you know, I don't have the answer, but I kind of have an answer, you know. So uh, I went black op there for a while. You know, I've been trying to get the show recorded, but, you know, you go on high alert when something like this happens. Now, when you're robbed in the city, it's one thing. You know, it's kind of a, oh, man, it's crime, and you're hearing about it when you're home. And there are, uh, there are alarms on the home. This is a, a detached uh, garage and uh, they came in. They came in the back window and uh, took some of my stuff. They didn't take the car. didn't hurt my family. But your boy was on Black Ops stakeout for a while, and I have been. And I have taken precautions uh, to sort of thwart this. And in the end, you know, you look at things, and it's kind of like, uh, yeah, it's it's just stuff. They got a chainsaw. They got an air compressor. and. Uh, some batteries and the chargers and it and it is a bummer but you know what they didn't uh they didn't hurt my family and those things are just stuff that can be replaced it's a nuisance it's a principle it's the principle of it that you've been um robbed somebody had the balls and you know as of this moment have gotten away with it don't come back don't come back don't come back. So I've been working with that a little bit um, for the last week, and it's just, you know, one of those things that get you thinking, you know what I mean? And uh, I think all this stuff, life, this it really is the, uh, the intersection of life and amateur radio, and amateur radio is something we do, you know, it, it's a part of what we do, and um, so is our lives. Our lives intersect. You and I share the same love of radio. We also believe in protecting our families and our things and our land. Secure and protect all of those things. So I think naturally over time we may start talking about uh, some preparedness type issues. You know, you, we live in a different world, different society. Things are kind of nutty, not kind of. If I could just instantly edit that, I, I would say things are nutty, right? 
And it's everything. It's politics. It's people. It's the uh, you know, desperate people doing desperate things. So I don't want to put all that on you right now. But uh, as I like to do with this show, it is to um, keep you informed of how things went for me in the last week. Great vacation. Iowa is a cool place. I mean, when you think of Iowa as a destination, you may not think of Iowa as a destination. Don't think that way. Think, uh, think about trying things, the small towns, the uh, experiences you can have in these places, and, and you'll be surprised. And the people, the people were nice. The people were nice in Iowa, very friendly, helpful, and refreshing. It was very refreshing. Oh, Lord. Now, I should probably take a quick break here because I've been setting you up. And look, I'm interested in hearing your stories because I know, again, the reason why this show works and the people continue uh, to come to it and it continues to grow in terms of numbers, I never thought. I, n- I never, ever thought I would have any more than, say, 500 people ever interested. Coming from broadcast radio, you think of things differently. You don't look at things the way, you know, you're not expecting what the people call the subscriptions or the likes or that sort of thing or the listens, whatever you may call it in this sort of deal. I'm very grateful for that, very surprised by that, but the interaction, the shared common things that happen. So I'm interested in hearing your stories. You can send those to me through the website 100wattsandawire.com. If you were robbed, what you've done, what cameras you use, I'm interested in that. If you'd like to share... Now, uh, I probably won't share those on the air. A lot of people uh, put their address and things like that for the QSL cars. They don't care. They're highly armed. They've got cameras and all that sort of stuff, and people tend to not want to know, you know, let people know where I live type of deal. But you're welcome to share your stories, from cars to houses to boats. And maybe together I can share some of the stories of how you went about uh, changing the culture where you live to create a deterrent. I've done some things, you know, and I won't spell them all out here, but don't come back. And I'm not suggesting that uh, my audience is to blame for this at all. And, uh, but you know, hey, if you stumbled upon it, you, you're out there doing this sort of thing, you gotta be, in this day and age with cameras and guns and people, Right? I talk to my police friends. We talk about it. We talk about it. Things to think about. Exterior lights. You know? Home protection by way of uh, weaponry or alarm systems or all of this. Stake out black op. I'm just going to just... I'm going to... Oh, Jimmy. I'm going to change the handle. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be black op. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm laying in the grass. I'm laying out there in the grass. Don't come back. Don't come back. This show's going to be, don't come back. Don't come back. We write a country song. Don't come back. Ah, Jimmy. All right, let me take a break. We're going to go up on the uh, trail again this week. And I, I did really want to talk to you about some things, but, you know, here I am. I've bumped up 10 minutes already telling you about life, how it's intersected with me, uh, one of your amateur radio friends, in the way of a breaking and entering. A little too close to home now, just across, just across the way here in the garage, too close. 
that's too close. So that's kind of where I am. That's where I'm feeling. And uh, that's what I've been dealing with. Um, there has been some amateur radio stuff, but uh, I'll come back and I'll, I definitely want to talk about all that stuff. I might do a double dip this week just to get it all out of my system, but I felt I needed to talk to you and I want to share experiences. I want to share how you protect. And you know what? Maybe this uh, parlays into another area, this sort of preparedness, the survival, the uh, taking care of yourself things, because I do, I do believe it is just life now. Radio is something that we do, uh, and, and so is uh, the preparedness, being ready, uh, to protect and defend in, in times of trouble or emergencies or weather events, that kind of thing. You know, it's all going to become filtered into this program, not this particular program. But as we go forward, I think it's important to talk about it. If we haven't met, my name is Christian. My amateur radio call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. We'll come back. And meet the goat. Now, if you're new to amateur radio, you need to look up the call sign WG0AT. You'll find that he is a summits on the air rock star. He also does an exclusive trail talk with us. He's teaching us why. Why he does what he does. Why he loves what he loves. And frankly, he's been doing this for a while now and hasn't even mentioned the goats. He's been in the, you know, the cover of the magazines and that kind of thing because he uses the goats to help him carry the gear. They love to go up there. They love to climb. And he's like, hey, get it and put it on. Grab a bag, Shorty Mo. I don't know if he's got one named Shorty Mo, but Shorty Mo would be a great goat name. Steve will take us up the hill next. In a land where we're all 20 over, this is 100 watts and a wire. Brothers and sisters of the Hamily. Make the most out of contest season with one of these ICOM radios. How about the IC7610? The SDR every ham wants. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals even in the presence of stronger adjacent signals. The IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. Dual digi-select, RF direct sampling system, an independent dual receiver. And let's not forget the IC7300. Changing the way entry-level HF is designed. Visit icomamerica.com amateur to learn more about all ICOM radios. Yeehaw! Hey, what you crying for, boy? It's a good show. This is a damn good show. From the summit to the shack. This is 100 watts and a wire. Oh, so trail talk. Four, okay. Where Steve and I, K7PX and I, are headed up South Peak. You can drive up to about 11.8 via Western Pass. And right now we're at 12.3. And it's greener than I've ever seen it up here walking on a carpet of tiny plants, tundra, purple flowers, yellow flowers, all the way to the horizon. Blue sky, white clouds, and thin air. 
and some Indian paintbrush, yellow Indian paintbrush. And of course, my apron's beacon going off, and the ground is just saturated. Must have rained a couple days ago, if not maybe last night. It's like walking on a sponge. So, that's another reason I like to do this, is it's never the same twice. Every hike, every route to the mountaintop is filled with adventure, filled with nature's beauty and wildlife. We've seen a couple of deer today already, just on the way here, and I suspect we'll see a couple of marmots as we get up higher in elevation around the rocks. So, what would I wear? From the ground up, I like high top boots. There tends to be a trend of people wearing sort of rugged uh, running shoes. And that's great if your ankles are good and muscular, more power to you. I like high top boots just because they give me a little more ankle support. I'm getting to be an old goat and I need all the support I can get. One thing about boots though, you want to get a pair that fit you and that you find to be comfortable. And I I layer up when it comes to socks. I use a thin nylon layer or polyester, whatever. And then I use um, a wool blend sock, medium weight wool blend sock over that. And it tends to avoid getting blisters. So moving up from there, I've got a pair of gaiters that are they're all the way up to the bottom of my kneecaps. They're heavy duty. Ended up a little hill here. And the air is thin. Yeah, I'm breathing. It's all about exhaling. Getting that CO2 out of your lungs so you can make room for O2. Actually, it's a blend that you're trying to inhale. Wow. A little upper meadow swamp here that I'm going to have to traipse through. Man, this year is just amazing on the amount of moisture. Trying to avoid getting my boots wet. See, the other thing, it's nice to have waterproof boots. All right, kind of like a bog. First, let me emphasize 
I do not wear cotton of any kind. Cotton is what they call in search of rescue, the death cloth. Because cotton absorbs moisture and it's slow to release it. And it tends to stick to your skin when it's wet. And it's a great heat sink. So what it's gonna do, it's gonna try and cool you down, which is not what you want. You wanna get that sweat off your body and evaporate it um, without being chilled. So stay away from cotton. So, pants. Well, underpants, okay. Sometimes I'll wear um, a blend, polyester blend of uh, underwear, and then sometimes I wear wool, um, like undershorts, actually they're just cut off fleece. Um, sweatpants, and that's kind of my cold weather option. Then on top of that, I wear a pair of what I call outdoor hiking pants that uh, the leggings can zip off and you can make shorts out of them, although I rarely do the shorts thing. And they have lots of pockets. So I've got a water bottle in one pocket, I've got a couple of energy bars in the other pocket. My wallet in a pocket. Wallet's in a plastic bag in case they take a dunking. And um, my cell phone's in one of the pockets. Just double checking. Uh, no, it's right up here. It's doing the recording. Gorgeous day. Yeah. So moving on. I've got a polyester t-shirt on. Sometimes I've, actually I've got a kind of a mesh knit polyester zip up t-neck on top of that. And then I've got a t-shirt on top of that that's uh, polyester. It might be a blend. If it's a blend, it's at least 60-40. Yeah, I know, cotton, but it's 60% polyester. And uh, then on top of that, I've got a, like a fleece top, T-neck long sleeve. And that, in this temperature right now, it's about 40, mid 40s. Great hiking temperature. The other thing you want to do is regulate your breathing at this altitude. You do not want to get to the point where you're panting. Um, matter of fact, trying to talk and keep my rhythm. There's kind of a Zen thing that goes on. Get into this rhythm where your pace, every so many footsteps you're exhaling 
and inhaling. And you can almost put it on autopilot and move uphill with that. And it becomes effortless. Well, okay. Never is it effortless. There's always an effort involved. That's the other thing I love about soda is by the time you reach the summit, you feel like you've earned a pileup of all your friends calling you and saying, Atta boy. <laughs> yeah, continuing on. I wear um, carpenter work gloves. They're fingerless, but they save my hands should I fall. Of course, on this stuff, it would be like falling on the carpet. A little airplane going overhead. I got some clouds but they're uh, real high altitude clouds, blue sky. And we got some white puffies that are forming up over the other side of the, the mountain here. So that's, that's kind of it for what I wear. I carry a ski hat and a shade hat. You want to keep that UV off you. And you want to lather up with as much um, sunblock, particularly at these high altitudes, there's no, no shade that be had other than the clouds, and that's always a dice roll. Even when the clouds, there's some UV that sneaks through. And it's going to be a fine day. This is WG0AT. Thanks for hanging in here with me and uh, uh, riding along. Talk to you later. See ya. QRO to the people. This is 100 watts and a wire. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. An LDG desktop tuner works automatically with nearly any station up to 1,000 watts. LDG Zero Power Tuners are ideal for portable or mobile use as they consume almost no current and can be powered by internal batteries that last up to a year. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. Little pistols and big guns. This is 100 watts and a wire. Okay, friends, we're going to wrap things up here, do a quick half hour with you, and when we come back next time on the next episode, we'll talk about... Uh, my travel with the rack to rack to no rack, my experiences with VHF, UHF. I'm doing an install, and I don't know. The learning curve with UHF, VHF is so deep for me, and I kind of get it. I kind of get it, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about that, and I know my situation is not for the weak signal stuff. I don't have a tower or a microwave or a beam up there for UHF, VHF. But I have done some things that I want to talk about that on the next episode. Again, 
Feel free to share your stories. I want to hear about uh, your life and things that are happening with you. Say you had a break-in like I did. Fortunately, uh, it wasn't into the home, and uh, we didn't uh, lose life or things that were happening there. I think this is um, indicative of something completely different. I also think there was perhaps someone who is, uh, you know, when you live in the country— you know, I don't want to beat the dead horse. And, and pardon the squeaking chair. I, my leg sort of goes up and down when I work. And this chair is like, I bought a little WD-40. Could very well be my back, too. I don't know. Anyway, not to beat the dead horse. But when you live in the country, you know, and you get hit like this, people have to go off and out of their way to rob you. I go instantly to the services. Who's been out there? Who's come out? Who's done any work? Because you'd have to be lost out in the country, right? You have to be a little lost to go that far out and all that way down the lane and through the trees and next thing you know. So, you know, there becomes a pretty short list of people. And in this day and age, the cameras tell the tales, you know, the cameras will tell the tales. The neighbors, you get the neighbors involved down the way, what they have. There was a neighbor who said that, yeah, that same day, later on in the day, a strange person came by and knocked on the door, kind of talking about gasoline on camera. Well, don't come back. Don't come back. All right, friends, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please Try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.